Welcome to Weddings Unveiled, where I uncover industry truths, share imperative tips to a flawless planning process, and divulge all the behind the scenes schematics, logistics, and well-kept secrets you didn't know you needed to know as you navigate your journey from Miss to Mrs. I'm your host, Tambra Moultrie, luxury wedding designer, planner, and CEO of Tambra Moultrie Weddings, located in scenic Southern Utah. I'm not just here for the details. I'm here for you. I can't wait to start planning. This is episode two, a wedding planner's interview. Welcome back. Today, I'm diving into all of the information you'll need when preparing to hire a wedding planner. If you are unsure of what your planning needs are, or maybe you have questioned what your planning needs are and you haven't listened to episode one, if you've listened to episode one, you should know what your planning needs are. Just a little plug there. But refer back to episode one, you guys. If you do not know what your planning needs are, just refer back to the previous episode. And that's where I really lay out the difference between planners, coordinators, and the title of that is planners, coordinators, and all the confusion in between. So head over there if you are unsure. But today I am dishing everything that you'll need to know prior to interviewing the wedding professional of your choice, all the questions that you should ask, and of course, all the red flags that you need to watch for. So let's dive in. We're going to start with the information that you'll need Uh, to give us the information we need to know. Keep in mind that a great planner is going to ask these questions before scheduling a consultation with you. Uh, Being unwilling to answer them, honestly, it quickly puts you on our nodar. I know that's cheesy, but it's truth. So let's dive into that. Um, The other thing... (laughs) The other thing I will say is that if you're unwilling to give us this information, it could just be that you just don't know and you've got to figure out this information before you start scheduling consultations with any venue, any wedding planner, any photographer. This is all crucial information that you are going to need to do first thing without talking to a planner first. You need to do these things first. So let's dive in. Number one, date or even approximate season. Now, right now, it's the days of being able to pick your wedding date and then just go have your dream venue on your dream date. Those days are over. Uh, we, You pretty much have to find your dream venue, dream planner, whatever it is, and then you pick your date based off the availability of that particular location uh, or planning service. So keep that in mind that having a particular date, that is just not something that couples have the luxury of anymore. Uh, keep in mind that our availability is limited. So when we're asking for a wedding date, if you have that date set or approximate season, we're seeing if we're even available. And that's something that we have to look in before scheduling a consultation with you. We need to have that information. Uh, The other thing with your date and season is that seasons play a role in your budget and what's going to be needed. Being practical from the beginning is key to successful planning. So we are going to want to know that information. So if you don't know a date, that's okay. I work with so many couples. I would say half my couples don't even have a wedding date when they contact me. We are venue searching. We are looking at different options that that's the beginning stages of that. And, but they have an ideal season. I want to get married in the spring. I want to get married in the fall. And then we really roll from there. Uh, the other thing is that you should know your approximate guest count. Your count is crucial to the staffing needs and cost estimate. It is also completely, 
You're going to need to know this in order to know what venues you can even look at, what venues you can even search for. Your guest count impacts the complete logistics of your day. So we have practical minds and we are going to know if your expectations are realistic or not. The other thing you're going to need to know is your budget, your overall wedding budget. Now, if you do not know what this is yet, I recommend having a budget interview. Head over to our website. We have a link there teaching you how to do this. It's very easy. We lay it out for you, but please do this before you contact a wedding planner because we don't know if you can even afford us. We want to be respectful of your budget, not spend it. I mean, at least I do. Uh, The other thing is, can you afford to host the guest count that you're wanting to? We're going to know that by looking at your budget and your guest count. We're going to know if this is practical or not. We also are going to want venue information if you have already booked your venue. So that is the fourth thing. Different venues are going to require additional costs or fees depending on what they offer and what they don't. And we'll dive into that um, with our venue selection episode coming up here. We do understand though, you guys, that possible setbacks or logistics needs depending on your venue are, are, are going to happen. So this helps us properly estimate costs that you haven't considered, as well as the staffing that you are going to need for giving you an accurate quote. So those are all the things that we are going to ask for. And that is the why behind them. I like explaining the why to you guys so that you understand why we ask things. I, I, I do firmly believe that when a client truly understands, and this is why we started this podcast, that when a client understands the why behind something, they are much less stressed and things make sense to them. So are you guys ready for the fun part? What questions do you need to ask a potential wedding planner? So I broke this down into four different parts. Okay, number one is their business module, their their experience, their processes, and most importantly, their services. So when it comes to their business uh, module, some things that you might wanna ask are, how many weddings do you plan in a given week or month? You need to know how busy they are. If they are taking, like if they're working three weddings a week, they're tired and they're slammed. I can tell you that carrying a workload that high would be extremely difficult. Uh, Do you ever do back-to-back weddings? So what that means is do you do a wedding like on a Friday and then go do another wedding on a Saturday? Is that something that you practice? Again, this leads you to understand how busy they are, and it also is going to help you understand their availability if you need to um, to talk to them for any reason. Will you be on site the entire day? Another thing that's crucial, knowing whether they are going to be there or not is might be the deal breaker, and you need to know that information. Most of them will tell you, but it's good to just get that out there so that you are understanding what their availability looks like to you on your day. Do you have a business license? Okay, you guys, this is where this gets super techie, but they need to be licensed. They need to be a legit company. You do not want to hire a hobbyist wedding planner. That is the one of the uh, <laughs> that's one of the biggest mistakes that you could ever make. They are not illegally obligated to show up. They are not legally obligated to give you a contract. Nothing. They need to be licensed. And then the next one: Are you insured? They need to be insured, and you have every right to ask what their insurance policy uh, looks like. Do you do this full time or is this a side job? Now, this is more, somebody can be a very successful wedding planner and do this part time. This is not something that 
Uh, I'm saying that if somebody does it part-time, they're not going to be good at their job. That's completely false. But it does tell you what their availability looks like, and you need to talk to them about that. Once you understand a little bit about how their business module looks like, you're going to know a couple different things. You're going to know how organized they are, number one, but you're going to know that they really understand their business. And that is crucial, is crucial to to know who you're working with. So next, you'll want to ask them about their experience. And this really can be anything that you are curious about. It's okay to put us on the spot. It's okay to ask us crazy questions. Uh, Things like, tell me about a time that you had a crisis happen that was completely out of your control and tell me what you did to manage it. I will tell you that every experienced wedding planner will be able to come up with several stories right off the bat. They will not need to think. They will not hesitate at all. If they do, it's a red flag. Run, book somebody different. Um, How do you communicate your plans and set up strategy with your staff? This is crucial how this is communicated to understand how long things take and what areas of your wedding are going to be set up and how and by who, all of these things need to be communicated to the staff that day. And then another idea or something that you could ask them about is tell me about a time that you had to do something on a wedding day which made you feel uncomfortable and how did that experience help you grow or change how you did things in your business. That shows that they are willing to show that They are capable of changing and improving and getting better because none of us are capped out at our full potential. None of us. I mean, in life and anything, we are not capped out at our full potential at any point. We always have opportunities to grow and things that we can become better at. And so I think by sharing those things, it shows a vulnerability of, hey, I want to grow. I want to get better. And that is that is very important to have not just in a planner, but just in a vendor, period. The other thing is their processes. So this is number three. How often do you meet? Uh, how do we stay on track? How many hours on average do you spend with us on the wedding day? Are we limited to a certain number of hours? How many staff members are going to be scheduled to execute my day based off my guest count and the details I've shared so far? Now, again, this is something that is likely it is going to range. There's going to be a range before planning your wedding, before doing your design. We have no idea how many staff we're actually going to need on your day because we don't know how many details we're setting up or how many builds we need to do. Knowing that information is absolutely impossible. However, giving you a range is definitely possible and that's something that we can do. Uh, How do you prefer to be communicated with? And what boundaries do you set in place that I need to be respectful of? Knowing their availability and when they can call and what your business hours are and what that looks like in terms of your schedule is crucial to know whether they're a good fit for you. And lastly, services. You may want to ask, is day of execution services included in my planning cost? That's a great thing to know. Most of the time, the answer is going to be yes, but you want to make sure. You want to make sure that that is going to be covered, that it is not just a day of execution. And again, you can go back to episode one to talk about the whys behind that, but that to make sure that you have help on the day and that that is not going to occur additional costs. And if it does incur additional costs, what are those costs going to look like? What does your design process look like? So if they offer design services, what is the process behind that? And how do you build the design that 
you want? How is it that, what are the processes? What are the different steps that you take to, to do that? Uh, everyone is going to give you different answers. There is no cookie cutter here of, well, if they say this or that, you that it should be a red flag. It's nothing like that. But you want to know what that looks like. You want to know if that's something that makes you comfortable. And you also are going to want to know how detailed that process is. And then the other thing is that, will you help us with the planning of XYZ. So anything that you are very passionate about, whether it's lodging for your guests or maybe it's providing, you know, doggy daycare for some animals that are coming, just any little things like that that are very important to you is will this service be covered under this planning package that we are discussing right now? So the, the last thing that I'm going to talk to everybody about today is how to make a planner ghost you. Yes, we, we, we will ghost you sometimes. And for good reasons, for very good reasons. Just like you're interviewing us, we are interviewing you. We really are. We're interviewing you. Are you a good fit for us? Are you a good fit for our brand? Are you a good fit for our staff? Are you a good fit for us personally? We, you guys, we want to connect with you. That is the biggest thing. If you ask any wedding planner, interview any wedding planner in the industry, they will say, what do you love about your job the most? They will tell you, I love my clients. Most of them, that's what they will say. I truly love my clients. I know for me, that's my answer. I love my clients. They become my family. There's a reason that that is all over my website. A great planner is not going to beg you for business or undercut their competitors to earn your contract that's a red flag run. If they're willing to price cut in order to price match somebody else, that's just, they're, if they're not booked, if they're not getting busy on their own, that's a red flag. You you don't want to mess with that. A great planner is always going to get booked. We do not need to undercut our pricing to accommodate anybody and everybody. That's not something that we need to do. A great planner also doesn't do consultations to try to manipulate you or talk you into booking with them. They're interviewing you. Like I said, frankly, they want to know how you speak to them, how you behave, what your story is. They want to feel connected. And this should be your goal too. This should be your goal. Connect to your planner. You should want to feel like, you know what? I really feel like she is going to have my back or he is going to really understand what it is that we're looking for. A great planner is booked out far in advance, minimum eight months to two years. Eight months is really short uh, in terms of the time frame to book a wedding, but at least in our uh, in our market out here, the exception is off season, of course, where they may choose uh, to not to accept clients uh, in the off market and then open up certain dates if you are a really good fit. And sometimes you'll get lucky with that; a spot will open up, and you'll have a great planner that you connect with that you feel is the best match for you are red flags. So the biggest red flags that are going to really be off-putting for us is sending general messages, like just asking for pricing. That is, that's something that honestly, competitors that are just starting to do wedding planning, send us messages looking like that, knowing what they should price their stuff at. That's, that is not something that we're not, we're not even going to entertain that. I don't even respond to messages like that. I want somebody who wants to talk to me. I want to talk to somebody who 
really wants to connect with me because they love my work and for no other reason. The other thing that's going to put you kind of back on that nodar that I was talking about earlier is just vague information and not being willing to really share anything that we we want to be trusted. Again, our goal is not to just gather this information and then use it to to persuade you to do anything you don't want to do. We we want to make sure it's a good fit for everybody. At least this is the the approach that I have in my business. And I know that other planners in the same market that I live in here in Southern Utah, they're very much the same way. They truly just want to connect with their clients. And when a client already won't tell you, well, I'm not going to tell you my wedding budget, or I don't want to give out this information. That's great. You do not have to, but we also don't want to work with you if you're not willing to talk to us about these things. Because we know what it is that you that goes into a wedding. These are something we, this is something that we understand. We get it. We understand how hard it is. We understand the processes. We understand the first steps. We understand the last steps. And we want to make sure that you understand those things and that you can trust us with that. So all in note, you guys, trust the process trust somebody that you are interviewing. If you love their website, if you love everything that they are talking about, if you love everything about this person, schedule a consultation. See if they're a good fit personality-wise. See if you connect to them. It is so dang important that you do this. Your wedding planner is going to be your advocate. Your wedding planner is going to be your friend your wedding planner is going to be the one person that is on your side 24/7 nonstop as you for you as a couple throughout this process they get everything from point A to point Z they get it all and we want to be there to help you we want to be there to connect with you we want to understand you and at the end of the day we work for you nobody else we had fun today, you guys. Thank you so much for joining us today in talking about how to interview a wedding planner. I hope that all of this information was helpful and good luck. Good luck finding your dream wedding planner. Good luck finding the one person that is going to help you in navigating your journey from Miss to Mrs. Until next time. <laughs>